Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm a movie trailer that gives away the entire plot in two minutes and 30 seconds flat. Buy a ticket, please. I mean, I'm Alex. And this week, we are taking a look at Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Tyler, I have a question to ask you. Why are we doing this to ourselves? We already did Jurassic World, the Lost, Jurassic Park, the Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, and Jurassic World to and ourselves. whose idea so, was it to do the Jurassic Park movies in the first place? Wasn't that, wasn't that Britain? I can blame you too. <laughs> Britain, if you're listening to this, it's I don't like fault. you right now. <laughs> I didn't hate this as much as I did walking out of the theater. I'll give it that. It's still bad. That's my entire quote on the poster. Um, but I didn't hate it. And I think that's the best praise I can give it. Tyler... Yep. Uh, well, I guess I should do the the actual intro for the movie before we yeah. actually get into best and worst things. Sure. I'm, I'm a little hasty to get this out of the way. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's our review, kids. Talk, tune in next week. <laughs> so Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, directed by J.A. Bayona from 2018. It has a 48% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 51% audience score. Usually the scores aren't that close. So I find this very interesting. Tyler. That is the most what is... neutral Rotten Tomatoes like score set I've ever yep. seen. Like, I mean, obviously it's bad, but it's just sort of like, we don't really care to register an opinion on this. <laughs> like, yeah. like clearly, I don't think you could call this movie controversial. I think it's just that people just didn't like it very much. So they were like, eh, whatever. Yeah. That's. But that's everyone true. saw it. Yeah. True. Especially China. True. It's all their fault. Mm-hmm. Tyler, what is your best thing and worst thing about Jurassic World? Please buy a ticket so we can make more movies. Please. I thought I thought we reviewed that last week. And the week before that. The week before that. <laughs> the week before that. Uh, my best thing about this movie is... What I learned in boating school is, um, jeez, I don't even really know. Probably like Jeff Goldblum showing up for like ten seconds. I knew it. I knew it. See, but that's not even like that wasn't premeditated. That was just like, what are things that I found interesting about this movie? And I was like, Jeff Goldblum. I knew the man was going to go for and Jeff Goldblum. It's not, it was going to happen. So the trailer for the movies, or at least one of the trailers, correct me if I'm wrong here, it had, at some point, he said, life finds a way, right? Or something like that. It was one of his famous quotes. Yes. Um, He doesn't in this movie. And why? (laughs) He shows up at the beginning and the end of the movie. Um, Yeah, I don't know. it's, It's Jeff Goldblum, so it's fun because, hey, Jeff Goldblum's here, and that entertains me. Um, well, it's so the the marketing for the movie was so bizarre because yes. the first trailer they released was just like, "Hey, we'll show the opening with the volcano blowing up, and that'll be it. Like, we're not going to give it away." Yeah. And then after that, they were like, "Oh crap! People hate this. Just 
shove everything in. Well, the first trailer... Everyone needs to know what this movie's about and that it's not just about a volcano. Yeah, the first trailer was weird, which I have points about. The first trailer was weird in that... The first trailer is comical. The editing was very strange, and, like, they played the music that's in the bar for, like, a little while, and then, like, cut to, like, action, you know, generic action music. Yeah, and then like went on from there, and then like it, 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 the whole flow of the trailer was, was fairly off, um, and a lot of people just flat out hated it, and myself included. Sure, sure. I, I was just like, eh, it's probably just a bad trailer. I don't really care that it much. It takes but, one of the dumbest plot points about this movie and makes it the centerpiece. Sure, but I have I have thoughts. Well, I'm not I'm not trying to get into that. Um, the I was going to say. Uh, we were going to... Oh, yeah. I was going to say, also, um, there is the trailer later on where they show the scene of, of uh, the, the little girl who we later find out is Maisie. She's in the uh, the bed, hiding from the, the evil monster raptor. Right. Um, and it's like... I I swear the reason that that scene is in the movie is so that they can make a trailer that makes you think it's going to be about dinosaurs invading suburbia and yep. like it's going to be what what Lost World actually seemed to like promise. Whereas well, even then they they showed the 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 um fish dinosaur I don't know what it's called yeah yeah, yeah. the Moses they show that one I think the, the there's a shot in the trailer of it like with the surfers at the end of the movie yep. How cynical can you be with your marketing? <laughs> it, it completely... And it's something that didn't really hit me until I watched it again. But it's it's it sells you on the promise of we're getting these islands to safety and they're going to run amok on, you know, the, the actual civilization. Like, they're going to, you know, wreck humanity. Uh, and they don't do that at all. It it's all takes place in part in one mansion. And like the only reason I don't this even know why we called Jurassic T's Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> I don't even know how we got on this point when I was trying to now say my best thing. That's a quote on the poster I, for I you. I was trying to say my best thing was sort of Jeff Goldblum, and somehow we got to that point. But well, it's because whenever he talks, it's like, oh, this is like Jurassic Park. Yeah, I feel like I'm watching a Jurassic well, Park guess, movie. Yeah, <laughs> remember Jurassic Park? Uh, yeah, it's. And then you're like, oh wait, where'd Jeff Goldblum go? Uh, however, part oh. part of the reason I can't enjoy him as much is because he's in it for like two minutes. Well, sure, uh, less than that. Uh, the worst thing about I have about this movie is the fact that the not the volcano. I'm about to say something that you're going to think I'm talking about the volcano, but I'm not. The entire okay. concept, fundamental concept of this movie is just stupid, and it's not. <laughs> it's not because they have to get the volcano off the island. It's the fact, and this was in Jurassic get World. Get the volcano off the island. Yeah, have to get the volcano off the island. <laughs> Take the volcano and, and, and push that's it Tyler's around. quote on the poster. <laughs> they gotta get the volcano off the island. Uh, but after get the dinosaurs off the island, um, all that's whatever. Uh, it's it's silly that there's a volcano on the 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 park and whatever. I'm sure we'll get into that. But the last movie had some of the uh, the the concept of oh, the army wants to use the dinosaurs for for combat and like genetic wars and stuff is going to be a yeah. thing. Uh, and that's... In in the last movie, it's it's Vincent D'Onofrio just kind of 
being there and being sorely underused. Uh, Trying to salvage yeah. a very terrible one-note character. Somehow playing a villain who looks like Guy Fieri. And uh, <laughs> he <laughs> he's there and, and like he gets killed off and it's fine. It's just like, okay, he was a weird, uh, annoying B-plot. That's fine. This movie, the point of the movie is that they're trying to sell dinosaurs to people for like, like. <laughs> they're trying to sell dinosaurs to the black market, yes. basically. So the idea of greed ruining this wonderful, beautiful thing that humanity has somehow managed to resurrect, where they managed to resurrect the most powerful creatures in, in history. Uh, and it's, and they're beautiful. And obviously in Jurassic Park, we, we, initially are just like in awe of these creatures and everyone involved it's in all trying to depict greed corrupting this this perfect idea is is fine that's totally and and jurassic park deals with that it's oh hey uh nedry he wants to go sell these uh embryos he's got because you know that's I mean, we 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 don't really know exactly why he's selling them or what what the person paying for them is going to do with them, but we just know this is really valuable science, really valuable technology. And if we if he sells those off, he can get a lot of money because someone wants to use these, maybe to start their own park. Maybe we don't really know exactly. It doesn't really matter all that much, and it's not outlandish. It's like oh, yeah, corporate espionage. Someone would want to get their hands on this dinosaur technology, right? Um. This is very specifically like they're trying to sell dinosaurs for the purpose of military and like hunting and like they mentioned some other stuff too and it's just the stupidest thing. Like what why would we have a, an ankylosaurus as as like a, a in place of a tank? It has a, you know, like, you just have to stay away from it. It can't fire or anything. You can, you can get underground. You can, you can just hide from it. And also it's a living thing. And I'm willing to bet if you shoot it, shoot it in the eye, you can probably kill it. Like, or, or just, like it has flesh. I don't know. It, it's just ridiculous, like, as a premise that they would, this would be more effective than modern day weaponry. Like oh, when yeah. we've got drones that can do airstrikes. Like I, I don't understand what. Especially why... when they're like, oh, the Indoraptor. We got the laser pointer. It'll yeah. just go to any target. It's like, it'd be faster just to shoot at the target with the gun that you've got in your hands. <laughs> if you think about it, for literally longer than a yeah. second, you can. And point you can you can pick holes in this and kind of going uh beyond that the going back to jeff goldblum his entire speech is like genetic potential is being unleashed and it's like what does that mean and (laughs) and the the speech is specifically written so that it's like i don't actually have to tell you what that means i'm just gonna say something about and it's a nice quote that he has about speaking and it's a nice quote because it's jeff goldblum and he sells it um but there's a nice quote about like uh change is is like what is it what is it he says um I'm looking to you for assistance Mr. Quote man I'm not helping okay something he about He says welcome to Jurassic World and I just wanted to <laughs> kill myself uh, Before that he says something like change is is like something you you don't really see it coming until or you don't know what form it's going to come or change is like death I think is what it is you don't see it coming until 
Yeah. Uh, it's until it's and, it's right there, or you're at the gates, or whatever. Yeah. Um, fine quote. Um, because again, Jeff Goldblum, and I'll get into the the dialogue of this movie because it's fascinating. But the like they it specifically avoids talking about like what is this gonna do like what what are are you implying that i don't even really know what that's implying like yeah i just don't understand why it's so dangerous so much i don't understand why it's so much more dangerous to have genetic potential than it is to have nuclear weaponry like it's it's not it's it we we've gone beyond the point where this is something that can like be truly frightening um just all things because like it 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 just is is not on the same scale uh and well on that note they kind of do the opposite when they're trying to (laughs) use exposition to tell the audience that hey weaponized dinosaurs aren't ridiculous we've been weaponizing animals throughout history (laughs) and every single example they list is not it's not even in the same ballpark as a tank (laughs) a tank you're talking about horses oh and elephants and like used like rats for the plague rats and sent them in to the nazis to infect them and it's like yeah that's that's not the same as i've got a laser (laughs) i'm pointing it and the dinosaur is going to attack that guy it's just not the same i'm sorry oh it's stupid um (laughs) and we'll have to we'll get into the villain uh more but the the villain is just so like (laughs) it again goes back to my point of like you can depict greed in relation to greed corrupting these this thing that should be a miracle greed corrupting into something turning it to something cynical and and kind of terrible but it's just the most over the top uh slap to the face like see what it's greed people want to buy the dinosaurs on the black market See, see, there's we got the shot with the, with the blue line representing the amount of money he's making reflected in his glasses, and it's like <laughs> greed, man. <laughs> greed is corrupting society, man. <laughs> We've got this guy who is so so uh, uh, corporate um, evil businessman uh, that he he smothers an old man with a pillow. <laughs> and the old man's so incompetent he doesn't recognize that they've got dinosaurs in his basement <laughs> or whatever that that it's it's terrible it's just terrible i didn't hate it <laughs> my my favorite part is where like um I, I i have things to say about the villains these villains might make me more upset than the villains of wonder woman <laughs> <laughs> they should um, the, the the they might be on par mm. For me, you got to remember how much I didn't like. The I, I do the realize this, and I understand your point. But the, at least they had like they thought out the implications and themes of the villains, even though there were things that they they messed up on in terms of execution and and that. Well, also, sort of thing. Ares Wonder- made an offer to Wonder Woman that actually sounded yes. interesting. Ares had motivation uh, that wasn't just "I would like to make money, please." Uh, the, the... I have so many. I have so many logic questions throughout this movie. I'm just going to go ahead and say that my 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 good old trusty mm-hmm. list of misgivings has returned. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will go through that at some point later. Sure, sure. Because uh, this movie's bad. But I was going to say take notes because the the villain is very integral to my overall worst thing of just like the general concept is just absurd. Um, yeah. But the the and I feel like. 
there are other bad movies I can point to as examples of this, and I'm gonna have to try and think of because I feel like there are, there's another movie I can think of where it's like it takes its MacGuffin so much more seriously than any of us, any of the watch the the viewers do. It's that sort of thing where it's just like you you've you've completely like gone beyond what you, like you you're expecting the audience to take this at face value when they absolutely yeah. cannot. Um, and it's not self-aware about it or anything. Exactly. There's not like a wink at the camera like, yeah, we, we recognize this is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, There's nothing like that. It's, but, it, the whole movie's played straight. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a huge and problem. And it's just bizarre. Um, like at least Jurassic Park 3. I absolutely hate that movie. I think this is better than that. But at least that one had a little bit of self-awareness. Or at least I felt like <clears throat> yeah. it did. Well, it's a B movie. This movie, this movie is not a B movie. It's like... There's no cheese. There's no like, oh, we're yeah. we're kind of like like uh, we're we're really chewing the scenery here. It's like it we think it's like an actual movie. Yes. Uh, and w- one more point on the villain on on that note. Um, the oh, what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah, the 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 part that really sells it for me is where uh, he goes to he he screams at oh no no no, no sorry he finds the um the the cloned girl. Uh, in the uh, yeah. in the basement, after she's like running terrified from uh, this this horrifying monster they've created, uh, yeah. and and he finds her and he's like, "What are you doing down here?" And she's like screaming and freaking out, and she's like, "What is that?" And he just throws her into her room. It's like, oh, this could be a moment where you can do kind of a creepy or or a thing where it's like he, he maybe he he because earlier there's a point where he screams at her while he's on the phone, and then he's like, "Hey, hey, it's gonna be okay, you know? I'm we're I'll I'll come up and I'll talk to you all about it later." Uh, but I, yeah. it's a really important phone call. It's like, okay, so are they gonna do a thing where they kind of sympathize with you know they make it seem like oh he actually does have a heart. He's just, well, the first scene he's in, he actually comes off as very likable. Yeah, like, and, there's no reason to be like, "Oh, bad guy." Yeah, and 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 so you think they're going to do that where he's like, "Oh, you know, this is it's." It, he tries to patronize her, maybe, or something. You think it's going to be someone? No, he just locks her in her room. Well, even like it feels like it's out of like an early 2000s kid movie where it's like, yes. "Oh, the bad guy just shoves the kid into the room and locks the door," and it's like, "Oh, he's bad because he pushed her to the floor." Yeah. Yeah. Like, it felt so cliched. Yeah. Anyway, that's mine. Um, I don't. The even whole really third have... act is filled with so many action movie, just movie cliches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll it's get there. Bizarre. Anyway, your best thing. Um, my best thing will be the look of the movie. Okay. I think this is among the big loud dumb action movies i've seen in uh-huh. 2018 this is probably the one of the best looking ones yeah um there were just a lot of creative shots that i noticed where i was like oh that's really cool if this movie were good i'd be like oh that's <laughs> awesome um just quick example um when chris pratt runs into the evil auction bidding room when mm-hmm. everything's going crazy there's just a nice wide shot of him running and fighting a bunch of henchmen uh-huh. and he just pans as he well- goes across i'm like oh it took a long take. Not no yeah. quick cuts. Terrible editing. The uh, the bit where they're in the uh, bubble underwater and and yeah. Chris Pratt like like it's I think it's there's like one extended, shot. Yeah, and, some extended shots. And it's like and it, it builds a suspense because you're like, oh god, I'm I feel like I'm trapped in here with him. Like it's 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 well done. And like, I hate the girl being in the bedroom with the Indoraptor coming to get her because I'm like, oh, Chris Pratt's going to show up <laughs> right when the thing's about to get. Like no, we've been no. through this before. It's going to murder a little girl. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. 
Because that's what happens in a PG-13 Hollywood blockbuster. Correct. Um, but yeah, continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to. But there are like some nice shots where it's like the Indoraptor's on the roof and it's mm-hmm. starting to go down mm-hmm. and the camera kind of turns and it follows it as it's going down. Like, there's some good shots. I think it's a pretty good yeah. looking movie. Do not hate the director. No, the director's not the problem. It's all Colin Trevorrow. I was going to say, the writer well, has I, some stuff to work out. Derek Connolly is the co-writer along with Colin Trevorrow. I don't know who, who? that guy is, so um, I'll just blame Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> that name sounds familiar. I don't know. You can look him up. Um, but yeah, my, my, my best thing is going to be the look of the movie. Um, my worst thing. Jeez. There's so much I can say that that could potentially be my worst <laughs> thing. Because this movie is just terrible. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I just got to pick something, don't I? I think going along with what you're saying, I think the auction of the dinosaurs mm. to, like, these evil black market cartoon characters is the worst thing for me. Um, The whole time I was watching it, I was thinking of... Do you remember in Batman and Robin when... Bane is first created and the evil doctor's guy he's talking to the League of Ununited Nations uh-huh. there's a bunch of like like criminal archetypes like up on the balcony like waiting to bid yep. on Bane yep. it's that <laughs> it's that you're not wrong and I hate it and guess what that movie knows what it is uh, yes for better or for not. worse it does know what it is I'd rather watch Batman and Robin than Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> At least I'll get some laughs out of that. Although, I will say, I don't know if you remember this. We saw this in the theater together opening weekend or whatever. I had to stifle my laughter at several points during the movie. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. I was trying not to ruin the experience yes. for anyone else. Because like, there's like families around us. People, yeah. I'm sure kids are enjoying the movie. I had to stifle my laughter. <laughs> there were several points. And I wasn't laughing with the movie. I was laughing right, at the right. movie. Well, the movie the doesn't. The movie never gives you an opportunity to laugh with it. Like, yeah. For all for all we t- and this the, I've I've mentioned this before and I've ranted about this before when we're talking about like the MCU and other I mean like even the Star Wars movies and stuff like that like for all the complaining people have about oh the movie's too funny yeah. uh, I I talked about this a lot in, in the Infinity War review actually. Um, Humor lets the audience slip into the movie. Like, it lets you, you like, kind of just go along with it. Because if there's something that... If the movie makes you laugh, you have an emotional reaction to that. It means that it it will usually give you some sort of, like, connection with the character who made you laugh. Yeah. And it it pulls you in that much closer because you're, you're emotionally invested, even if it's not, like, heavily... Anything you can do to to kind of bring the audience in will help you make the audience more. What's what's the word? Um, your your general just like immersiveness, uh, yeah. will be heightened, and it will it will allow you to actually like feel like you're just in the movie rather than you're watching the movie. Well, also, humor's just a normal part of life. That's exactly that's not like no. That's exactly what I'm saying. People um, tell jokes. People have. You know, they say witty things. No. It's not just... The world isn't that depressing. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying is that, like... And I talked about this with the Infinity War podcast, that uh, a little humor can help you to get grounded into a serious movie. If the movie wants to take itself uh, mega serious, 
you can you can still have humor and you actually probably still need humor in order for the audience to feel like they have emotional stakes in these characters and in Dark Knight you know, what actually, yeah yeah exactly what? um it's it's yeah it's the exact same thing and and so this movie is okay they try I will I say la- that I laughed during Batman versus Superman does that mean I'm more immersed <laughs> in that world and those characters correct uh they this movie does try to give you moments to laugh with it uh but it's not very good at them and oftentimes it uses terrible one-dimensional comic relief characters to do yes. so because they have to fulfill their uh, <laughs> uh their diversity quota yeah yeah it's the most cynical thing it really is um the doctor and the tech guy are just terrible yeah not because of the actors, oh, no, no, no. it's all they, the writing. They, yeah, they, and and there are bits where they they kind of I'm like they they get get a chuckle out of me because they 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 seem like pretty good actors, but like <laughs> the writing, the the um Franklin he I don't know who that actor's name is, but he has pretty good comedic timing. I would say it's just that some of the stuff. Well, he gets all they is, use him for is oh god, I don't want to go into dinosaur yes. land. Um, like, we're I all thought... gonna die. I'm going to scream and my voice is going to be feminine because the dummies in the audience will immediately laugh. I thought we left uh, the the uh, cowardly nerd stereotype behind in like the 90s. Is that was I was I just completely off on that? You were horribly wrong. <laughs> you miscalculated. I really thought greatly. I really thought we'd come a long way. Well, it's it's not just that. It's like, well, we had like nerdy computer characters in the last movie yeah like jake johnson where's he at uh probably not wanting to have his name attached to this movie <laughs> i had but the exact like, same thought because i was like he's he was great in that movie and it would be excellent if they brought him back he probably well, didn't want like, to because like they had the, the little bit where where he thinks he's gonna like get romantically involved with the other computer chick as she's leaving and she's like uh-huh. i have a boyfriend uh-huh. i'm like you could you could have her come back you could do something with that and so we he, get two characters one of which is like progressive woman i don't need no well, man stereotype and the other one is scared nerd stereotype and i hate them both her is it i don't remember her name um i don't, I don't know they do disappear for large chunks of the yes. movie which uh, makes them feel even less necessary but i was gonna say um and that's that's the thing that frustrates me about them not having jake johnson's character is that he because his character was actually like thematically interesting aside from being a comic relief character because he's obsessed with the original park yeah and so like that's just an interesting place to take it especially if we're now talking about killing off all the dinosaurs and here's this guy who idolizes the 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 park that created them like yeah you'd have something to say and and like his he has the bit in the the first one where he's got all the like dinosaur statue or dinosaur toys around his desk and he's like i like to think of it as like controlled chaos like that's like thematically that's actually a thing that like is is a little side joke but also works in the movie and like he's actually an interesting character in that movie and he has something to to bring to the table beyond just trying to make you laugh well i remember jake johnson yeah give it two weeks i'm not going to remember any of the <laughs> yahoos from this movie including chris pratt i'll remember short donald trump weird stereotype i the the, the auction guy um uh-huh. who's an actual actor he plays uh uh, what's his name? He plays the evil doctor in in uh, First Avenger. He plays Zola. Yeah, I have no idea what his the actor's name is. I can't remember his name. Let me look him up real quick. Like he's an actual. He like oh, wait, he's wait, a wait, great wait. actor. Uh, 
Is it Toby Jones? Is that yes? Yeah. Zia. But for some reason, he looks like Trump, and I don't know why. <laughs> That's because he Did is. You Trump. get that vibe? He's actually like Trump. his speech patterns, his hair, his teeth. Like Maybe. it looked like he was doing like a Trump thing. I don't know. I I, I feel like it's just how he is as a person, but I could be wrong. Um, Toby really Jones does doesn't not like talk. It looks like they gave him like false teeth or something. Huh. No. Yeah. I got nothing. Um, it's very strange. Anyway, Zia is the is the character who we are forgetting, and she. I will say, like, at least that's not like a complete like. I didn't feel like I was watching a complete stereotype with her. It was just I like, did. but I don't. I don't have any like. I couldn't point to another stereotype. Whereas like, Franklin, I immediately go to, um, I don't know, like in the Transformers movies, um, specifically the first one. What's the well? Even even John Turturro. <laughs> uh, to some extent, but like uh, going back to in the first one is the guy who eats all the donuts. Uh, Anthony Anderson. Yes, yes, uh, that sort of thing where it's just like, oh, we've got the character who who is just you know here to make the the audience laugh and is not going to have any like emotional like stakes or anything, and like <sighs> Anthony Anderson made me laugh though. He did. That's true. He ate. He but ate the whole. He did plate. Ate the, He did eat the whole plate. He did eat the whole plate. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's it's that sort of thing. There's other examples I can think of. Whereas with with her, I feel like they were trying to do like an a interesting character, but they give her nothing to do for such long portions of the movie. She kind of just disappears. And she, also, she kills a man. I'm fine with that. I was like, <laughs> oh god, she unleashes blue on this, yeah. this random guard, and it's like. It's well, he was pointing a gun at him. No, no, no my, fine. my thing is that well, he's pointing a gun because they're trying to, they're handling it. In a, Quit pointing way. that blue at my family. <laughs> uh, the, well, uh, there's just the the throughout the Jurassic Park series. There's I feel like there's always this thing of like the the dinosaurs tasteless all, deaths. Well, yes, but the dinosaurs pretty much always murder the evil villains because chaos. The dinosaurs are nature un, unleashed, and they're it's yes. it's revenge on on nature and so it's like it's thematic yes it's thematic and it's it's done it's the dinosaurs acting of their own accord to do something where this is like she directly like <laughs> kills the there is no like like ambiguity it's not like it's not like you know yeah. the, the guy was pointing pointing the gun at her and he's like get to the get to the ground or whatever and and uh it, well it's it, it go, it's like the guy the weird dude with the teeth obsession like, like as much yeah. as ridiculous as that is, we haven't even talked about him. We'll have to get to him. Scratch that. I'm changing my worst thing to to when he goes into the Indoraptor <laughs> cage. That is my worst thing. Yeah, yeah. That um, is that we'll is the there. dumbest we'll thing I have seen in a theater since Martha. <laughs> we'll get there. that. That yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. That I is agree, that is it. I, um, but, I hate it. <laughs> but the, his character, at least that that death, is a very Jurassic Park villain death. Yes. <laughs> this is just like oh these characters that are supposed to be the comic relief that we're like kind of following along and it's like ah oh, they they're they're saving the dinosaurs oh good for oh god <laughs> she direct she might as well have shot him like <laughs> that was small potatoes to me that wasn't it's just, even no, it's something just, it's worth just, considering well it's it's the kind of thing where this movie doesn't consider like any sort of it wants so hard to be considered like an actual movie but it doesn't think about anything. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't put well, any thought into this. 
Well, here, here's the thing with her character in particular, and I'm totally stealing this from Red Letter Media because yeah. uh, they pointed it out in their review, and I can't like put it out of my mind. Yeah. When the first scene where her, Chris Pratt, and the military guy are going to go out and find yeah. Blue, um, the military late guys like, "Well, don't you need some protection or whatever? You know, you, you're you you can't yeah. handle this on yeah. your own." And then she's like, "Oh, you, you you think I'm I'm puny and weak? Oh, you're going to be condescending because I'm a woman." That's basically what she says. Yeah. And then she calls Chris Pratt a beefcake. <laughs> it's like you're doing the like exact, you're being condescending because he's a man. <laughs> hypocrite much like however that that immediately that immediately made me not like her we're gonna have to talk about mr mr teeth bounty hunter here um no let's not following also just just one last thing regarding her character and then Uh we can move on why do they not have another doctor that can work on blue (laughs) with with all because they're greedy government people and they're evil and they don't care about the dinosaurs who are you? The the part where so so she and and Chris Pratt and this guy who's I still I don't know his character's name in the slightest. Uh, they they all find Blue, and and it, so first of all, this whole scene is just a, a masterpiece. And and what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this the, this whole movie's a masterpiece. It, it is. It doing? is. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Uh, he's 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 you know trying to calm Blue down. And and he's being Chris Pratt, and then uh, he shoots evil evil government guy shoots the dinosaur with the, the or all the evil government. I don't remember how it goes down. Somehow the dinosaur gets shot with with the the, the tranquilizer and goes to the ground. He's like, oh no, or like starts to stumble, and, he, and Chris Pratt's like, what are you doing? And then like the evil government guy shoots him with the tranquilizer, and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and uh, anyway, no, well it's even more than that. So uh, Blue gets shot with one trank. Yes. He sees them raising their no, weapons. No, 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 I'm, get, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Okay, yeah. I thought you were cutting it off no, no, no. there. So, like so um, the, no, this is the part where I'm like, what is happening? Because then the dinosaur attacks the guy. Yeah. And it's got the guy on the ground, and, and Teeth Guy is, is looking over, and, and they're like, I don't think they even try and, like, trank Blue at that point. Like while while Blue is just mauling this person, yeah, they don't they don't shoot at him or anything. It's weird. And and, and so this guy he pulls his gun up, and, and Teeth Dude is like, "Don't shoot her!" While this guy's getting mauled. It's was like, it was it like was it like poetry? It rhymes like, because you know you know shoot. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's what they're going for. But it's like what what do you? <laughs> This poor man is getting just murdered, and you're telling him not Don't to defend her. Oh, oh, well, well, I'm getting mauled. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, I guess I won't shoot her. Oh, oh, you, you make a good point. Uh, and so he shoots her, and then you won me over with your fully logical argument. And then I guess he just dies. We, I don't think we ever see his body again, but like clearly he's not getting up from that. Um, and and then uh, so then after that, uh. Zia goes and, and gets the, the syringe out of Chris Pratt and she turns around, she picks up the gun and turns around and points it at Teeth Guy and she's like and then everyone everyone points the gun at, at her and Teeth Guy is like or she's like oh you need me or that 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 dinosaur is going to die and Teeth Guy is like I think we've got the drop on you and she's like okay well you're still going to need me because the dinosaur is going to die without my help 
And then she she like puts the gun down, and it was like, why did anyone raise their gun in that exchange? Right. <laughs> it's not like. <sighs> well, it's even more questionable. It's just like them leaving Chris Pratt. Like I don't get yeah. what that accomplishes. Well, the, yeah. And then it's like, okay, you leave him for dead, well, but then later in the well, movie, so, because the script demands that they stay alive, we're just going to put him in a cage. The, the, <laughs> the logic is that they need him for the trip so that they can get blue. Correct. But really, they just needed the tracker so that they could find blue and then tranquilize him slash her. I'm actually not sure. You use him to calm blue down for a second. But I like, don't know. But like, he called her... Like the, they could have just shot her. Like, it's not... It's not a big... Like, there's no, like... There was no need to, like, have that happen. He shouldn't even be in the movie. Um, and it feels like the beginning of the movie, he's, his character even is, is acting like, ah, I don't really need to be here. I don't want yeah, any part of this. because he doesn't. Well, that's probably the biggest problem with the movie. Um, Claire and Owen do not have characters. Um, they don't have arcs. They're very static, particularly Owen. Um, and it gets to the end when Claire decides not to press the button, like she's she's had a character arc and she's learned something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I don't I don't get what what led you to this decision. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, your character arc has led you to not or to uh, decide to murder a bunch of helpless dinosaurs. Well, just the fact that we we automatically start her in, like, the exact opposite place that she was in the first movie, where the first one was all about, like, the company and making sure that the park was stable, and she's just, like, a, a businesswoman who's, who's just trying to maintain order. Yeah. And this one, she's just, like, an animal rights activist. Um, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... I have some 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 notes I need to, to put out here that I was researching uh, as as you were talking earlier, and I, I lost track of them because we got into some good discussion there. Where <laughs> we are just kind of swinging wildly across this movie. Um, so, first of all, Derek Connolly, uh, he wrote Safety Not Guaranteed, which is apparently a good movie. I've I've heard of it. I, I know nothing about it. Uh, he co-wrote Jurassic World. He wrote Monster Trucks. <laughs> he wrote... Oh, God. He wrote Kong Skull Island. I, I haven't seen it. I, I don't know. Um, he wrote Pacific Rim Uprising. And, uh, or sorry, he co-wrote early drafts of Pacific Rim Uprising. So, for whatever that's worth. It's like they looked at him and said, you like big monsters. <laughs> uh, he co-wrote uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, of course. And you're going to like this. He's currently co-writing Jurassic World 3 with Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> well, isn't Colin Trevorrow actually directing the third one now? Oh my gosh, isn't that, like, is officially he? announced? Why? This is these movies made money, man. This is the exact same thing as... Like, Michael Bay made enough money that it was just like, alright, you're fine. Continue doing what you're doing. I don't know why it's working, but it is. Go for it. Um, this is like... I, I don't know how much less money this made than the other one. Um... But you just you just gotta feel like this is gonna come crashing down real quick. Not if China has its way. I guess, but But anyways, back to the characters. Um I think in a movie this dumb, 
Mm-hmm. You really need to balance it out with some some strong characters. I need Speaking something to grasp onto. Which... I need people that have philosophies I understand and I actually care about, and they actually discuss them. Speaking particularly of... when it's a sp- particularly when it's evolved around a discussion about whether or not the dinosaurs are should be allowed should should coexist with with humans. So as I was looking this up, I also as I was I was looking up Zia. Um, I also uh, happened upon this uh, entry on on Eli uh, from Wikipedia, who's played by Rafe Rafe Spall, one one, one of those two, Rafe maybe. That sounds right. And it's just the description on Wikipedia is Lockwood's ambitious ambitious assistant who recruits Owen and Claire to rescue the dinosaurs. Sure. Uh, speaking of his character's actions over the course of the film, Spall noted that, quote, Ambition is such a powerful emotion, you can get wrapped up in it and end up doing things in order to succeed. This character believes he is doing right. He has been entrusted with pushing Lockwood's for- fortune into the future and making it survive after he dies. Mills feels he is simply doing what he was asked to do. And looking at this guy's filmography, he seems like a genuine like actor, like someone who actually like cares about acting. And he's in an episode of Black Mirror that's that's pretty good. Um, I would be very interested in in just like compiling just as many like quotes as I can, like starting like a website to compile as many quotes as I can from people who have to do press junkets for movies that are terrible that they just got like suckered into, or or like we're trying to get in on because they knew it, it would it would make a lot of money and you know or even worse they actually believe in the product or like even Colin worse Trevorrow. they actually believe in the product but writers that's one thing because writers i don't think like you would you would think most of the time writers on big blockbuster movies actually think they're doing a good job whereas like there's no way he actually believes that like his character's motivation is all that interesting or anything like that I, like I bet there are so many quotes like that that you can find from legitimate actors who are just like, "Oh God, yeah. I have to find a way to explain, uh, yeah, what's going on with this character." I don't know. I, I'm I'm caught on on giving Claire and Owen actual characterization in, in this movie. <laughs> well, because I feel like it, it seems like they're going for. She's an idealist. She wants to make sure all the dinosaurs live and they've got a you know they can they can grow and kind of become part of earth and then you got owen who's just kind of a realist who's like i don't care let him die it doesn't matter (laughs) yeah yeah but then he's like oh well i've got a connection to blue and i kind of wish he made the i kind of wish he made the argument of why i i have a relationship with blue i can actually control blue the rest of them we don't know what they're going to do so he's kind of got like his own personal selfish reasons for going yeah and it seems like they're kind of going for that. And then it just gets dropped and they're like, okay, yeah. now we're just in a haunted mansion with dinosaurs. <laughs> um, yeah, the... <sighs> I, I'm i completely fine with, with how this movie just becomes a completely different movie. Like halfway through the movie, they get to that mansion and it just completely changes. Yes. That's not my problem with it. Um, It's just it's not it's not done well. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm having trouble thinking. A lot like this movie. Uh, there's a lot of see to think. You have to put in effort. Exactly. And this movie didn't do that. Exactly. Uh, but it likes to think it did, and that's I don't know. Uh, Is that better? Or it's worse? it's weird. First of all, it's weird. I mean, kind of going back to your point, it's weird that that Chris Pratt 
like his his motivation is oh i'm i'm not really interested in helping the dinosaurs and you would yeah. think it'd be like oh uh claire convinces him to help the dinosaurs maybe he makes the big play at the end to to save them all uh yeah but instead it's actually chris pratt i guess convinces her to let all the dinosaurs die yeah. which is such an odd like that that's such an interesting like choice to to of like oh if this were the last Jurassic Park movie, that would be a brilliant ending. Yeah. Um, Your main characters decide to let them die. Yeah. That would be awesome. And there is no better metaphor for the uh, inability of Hollywood to let something die than the fact that this random character comes in and is like, I am also a clone, and therefore I am going to save the dinosaurs. And it's fine that it's fine that that's I her let reasoning. them she's, live because they're just like me. It's, it's fine that that's the reasoning. It's she she's she's a little girl. That's fine. You you can have that happen. You can have it be like, oh, she's just like. I want the next movie to be her like in constant PTSD because she's realized <laughs> how many people she's let die by having these dinosaurs run amok. Yeah. Um, but but she's a little girl, and I get that. That's fine. However. I I hate that. I completely no, no, it's, it's, it, can't get past no, let me, that. Let me point. It's fine that she does that. That that is not out. That is not unrealistic. Um, it's stupid because it means that you're letting the franchise continue. Uh, but and you should just let it die. But my larger point of her is that she is another example of this movie trying to shoehorn in some sort of like thematic resonance or like emotional interest, uh, and it doesn't work at all. Yeah. Um, and it's not even the actress's fault. No, I mean she's. It's this. She, ca- this cast is honestly fine. Like the, the top to bottom. Like there's there's nothing like in this cast that's on, except for maybe she's like the perfect fun. little girl actress. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like um, like we immediately empathize with her, and she's yeah. kind of adorable. Yeah. You know. But but the... um, I, although at the same time I'm like, where are the kids from the last movie? Are we just forgetting about them? Like I I kind of like them. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people didn't really care for them. Um, maybe it's just because the one kid was in Iron Man 3 and people hate that movie. But a but... lot of the, the ways you can help someone get used to a character is just by having them be around a lot. And eventually you'll be like, ah, that character. Tell that to Jar Jar. People like to recognize things. I don't know they gave up on Jar Jar through the, you know? You know, by by the, the third movie, you ain't seen much of Jar Jar. I'm just saying. Where's Jar Jar in, in, in Force Awakens? That's what I'm talking about, you know? They, they, could, they could redeem Jar Jar and they're just not going there because uh, they're scared. Ray's father is Jar Jar. Ray's father is Jar Jar. Uh, That's why he's a nobody. Ray's mother is also Jar Jar. <laughs> um, the <laughs> Ray was a virgin birth because she's the chosen one, but Jar Jar was the person who gave birth to her. This is a this is a more disturbing uh, character development than we've had in any of these. I movies. can see Jar. I... I could and, see Jar Jar. I could see George Lucas writing that and, and with that's, a straight face. And that's why they didn't let me make Star Wars Episode 7. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> the clone stuff. So they they have this character. Uh, it's a big twist that, oh, she's a clone, even though that's like I like set that up. as an idea. It's Yeah, sure, sure. That's an interesting... Cause that... Mostly because it's... We're kind of... It's like the movie's trying to get away from the militarized dinosaurs exactly. as a concept and, for a little bit. It's like, no, no, there's there's more to it with the expansion of science than just yeah. militarized dinosaurs. Exactly. Like, and that's, it's like, we're, we're trying. 
I swear we're trying. That's them trying to make something interesting out of this genetic change thing. But, like, instead, like, so she is uh, a clone. And, like, they set that up really weirdly because there's a point where you see a photo of of Lockwood's daughter. And it's like, oh, it looks like her. Okay. Yeah. Lots of people well, also, look like their parents when they were a kid. <laughs> like, what do you, is that supposed yeah, to mean well, something? It's, it's also like when it's like, oh, she's a clone. You didn't know that. It's like, I don't. Who cares? Yeah. Like, why is she's, that? Why is that such a big still deal? A seven-year-old human girl. Why don't you have a heart? <laughs> like, it's, I don't. I don't understand. Also, I love that exposition where he's just screaming at them. Why? Why do you care about her? She's a clone. <laughs> The dinosaur just comes like hurling through and like murders some people, and they all freak out and just like keep running, and that's never addressed again until the end, where she correct not kills all the dinosaurs. It's like, what are you? I don't. Also, I I don't know if you had this, but when I was watching it the first time, and they're like, oh, her mother died in a car wreck or whatever, mm-hmm. I was like, is is her mother supposed to be like the girl from the first movie or something? Are they gonna yeah. do like a weird connection? Yeah, it there? kept feeling like they were gonna do some like twist of like, oh, maybe you know, maybe it's gonna be also. This movie does what many terrible franchises do, as they just they they just limp along and they have to dredge up crap. Mm-hmm. They horrible retcon with with uh, oh yeah. What's his name? Lockwood. The, the, the old guy in this Lockwood. one? Lockwood. Lockwood. Suddenly Hammond had a best buddy and they mm-hmm. created Jurassic Park together. And, but we've never heard of this guy. Oh, and even better, Hammond, uh, who is known for being uh, you know, a, a beloved grandfather and who had a, a massive kind heart and who was just like... And had a walking stick with the ember in it. Extremely passionate about, like, the parks and and about humanity and life and nature. Uh, He he apparently excommunicated Lockwood because Lockwood had cloned his daughter uh, because he couldn't couldn't handle the... Are you telling me that that Lockwood is the bane of this of this universe? He was excommunicated for his, <laughs> his extreme views. Basically, uh, this movie's just bane. It's just it's just about bane. That's it's it's all a metaphor for bane. And any man who is too extreme for Hammond is not to be trifled with. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like I th- th- that doesn't make sense for my like. Uh, it's again, it's the thing of like. They expect the audience to be like, "You clone! Oh, that's horrible!" People don't have bad, like a visceral reaction to something being a clone. Like that's such an ingrained well, that's, well, that's scientific why I, I, uh, sci-fi thing. Where it's well, that's like, why I don't like the thematic. What they're trying to say with her exactly. saving the dinosaurs, yeah. I don't like what they're trying to say because her, she's not the same as the dinosaurs. Yes. I'm sorry, she's just not. Yes. I get um, what you're trying to say. It just doesn't work. Cloning is like a super uh, complex ethical discussion. However, just presenting a clone to us in a movie is not going to make the audience dislike a little girl. Like that's not. I don't know why. Also, or, when or be the, the like time, when, it, when it's like a twist, a twist, quote unquote, two thirds of the way through yes. the movie, and we've already seen this girl, and it's like oh, she's just like a kid. It's a twist that means absolutely nothing. Um. It feels like she was written solely so she could push that button at the Ex- end of the And movie. that's exactly what I'm saying. Is that she sh- I, I, I don't like the have actress, a problem with the... Dis- I don't hate the character. She shouldn't be in the movie. That's exactly... Like, it should, yes. And, yes. That's, and that's coming from us going, 
the clone stuff. They're actually trying to do something else. Yes. But yes. it's just so terrible, it shouldn't even be here. Uh, which gets to, I think, a larger point that we ha- we've, we've rushed past, but we haven't really just brought up. This movie needs to be about uh, 300% more schlocky. <laughs> this movie should just be completely, like... Be smarter or be schlockier. Yes. Um, and it, can't, it clearly can't be smarter. This movie needs to be just, like... And that's what I was talking about. You were you were saying earlier that the, the the concept of the island being built on the volcano is stupid. Sure is. However, uh, if the movie was just them trying to get the dinosaurs off the island, and it was just this ridiculous like uh, action flick, you know, where, where you got the dinosaurs running amok and, and murdering peoples, and it's like, yeah, if you made this, you know, the Lost World, but like more i mean even the lost world it's kind of the same idea where if you just have it take itself less seriously and and now you've gotten to the point where because of budgets and everything you can actually turn this into just like a fun cgi romp um that'd be fine you don't have to be high art when you can't make high art uh yeah it's it's the movie's just weird because the last one wasn't high art yeah and it seemed a bit more self-aware than mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. The last one was just a fun celebration of, of Jurassic Park and why we like Jurassic Park. I mean, it's it's not great, but, like, it's it's it knows what it is, I think, for the most part. Yeah. Um, but this one, there's just so much. I mean, there's the... I was talking about the Jeff Goldblum uh, uh, speech that he has. Uh, there, there's other bits that I'm, I'm forgetting, but there's just a lot of the movie that has these this, like, sense of... of uh, pretentiousness yeah where the movie really feels there's a ton of shots we were just praising the directing earlier but i i have to say there's just so many shots of just like zooming in on one person's face as a close-up view of like this is really dramatic or like like and again that's not really the director's fault i guess but um zooming over the well, island also just the just the scene where they show up to the old jurassic world set uh-huh. and they get out of the in the the uh-huh. the the terrible chick gets out of the car and she's like i never thought i would see one in real life yeah it's like you're a doc you're you're a doctor who who deals with dinosaurs correct is her expertise in dinosaurs i never quite understood and it's it's the sort of thing where it's like that that's fine like it works to have one character be like amazed but like the audience you need to do that this. in a way where you don't immediately cut to, and now they're in a completely different location, so then I'm having yes. to question why they stopped there. Yes, and also, I mean, just on a broader note, like, the audience has already had that moment, like, so many times. And we already saw it in the trailers. <laughs> we already saw it in the trailers. <laughs> like, just, you gotta, you gotta find a, a more interesting way to have this be presented to us, because the audience is, like... They we we have we are are spoiled with high budget high effects uh, CGI monsters all over the place. Uh, we we need something something a little more interesting and compelling in order for us to really care about seeing a dinosaur for the hundredth time. As as and it's it yeah. Well, it's even worse for me because I've already said I don't care about dinosaurs. I didn't have that childlike wonder of like dinosaurs are awesome. I never had that. But so so the movie had to has to work even harder for me because yeah. I don't even have that. And that's the thing is that, like, the first Jurassic Park, that movie, even if, even for for, for um, people such as yourself who never went through the dinosaur craze or whatever, I don't even know what the 90s were like for people who... Uh, I don't know if people growing up in the 90s ever ever went through that, I guess, but... Um, well, like I said, I'm weird because I liked Power Rangers, but I didn't care about the Megazords, yeah, yeah. which are specifically, but, in the original series, they're 
dinosaurs. My point. Like, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. My point is that the uh, the the scene of of Alan Grant, um, you know, taking off his glasses as he as he looks upon the 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 mighty whatever it is, a brachiosaurus yeah. uh, as it as it crashes through. The planes and just like oh, we got to talk about the the brachiosaurus we dying do. a we horrible, do. gruesome death. We do. This movie has so much emotional manipulation. Anyway, um, the the and it doesn't help that they have a Jacino score and yeah, I I, I love Jacino scores, but we'll, we'll talk. They about, really, we'll, I, they, I have a lot of thoughts. on They the score. amp up the emotional manipulation of his scores to like the nth yeah. degree. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on his scores. Um, or his score here. Uh, but the the you know that that original shot in Jurassic Park has that the dinosaur is, is marching along and they're seeing it for the yeah. first time and the audience is seeing it for the first time after getting like a good thirty minutes of build up to this, it's right. it's incredible like it's 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 even I mean especially like back then like that that's just a mind blowing like that is a dinosaur on the screen oh my gosh how do they do that like yeah. I I am I am in awe just to, just like with the rest of the characters. Right. We- <laughs> You can't possibly expect us to get the same reaction out of this because one character out of the the ten uh, that are currently watching this dinosaur uh, has not seen the dinosaur before or whatever, or a dinosaur before. Like, it's just... Yeah. But yeah, the the brachiosaurus that dies or whatever, whatever it is, uh, that gets horribly burned and, like... It's... It's... It's upsetting, but it's also, like come on now <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's you're i don't know i feel like there's a lot of that in this movie where the movie just sort of uh really really cranks something up because it ha- you haven't felt emotion in a while so they just try and like wring it out of you yeah i don't know uh, 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 i don't know <laughs> score i'm not a fan of in this uh there were a couple moments that I liked, but he overall, in general, it felt kind of, you know, average. Yeah, in general, I, I feel like I, there's not a lot of his scores that I'm like outside of like this. There, there's a few of them that are like, this is amazing. Um, Star Trek, uh, Inside Out. I don't know if you've seen Inside Out, but his score for that is incredible. Um, and I think did he do Up? Or is that someone else? I believe he, he probably did Up. I believe I he did Up. Um. He's got some scores that are just... Like, and all of those are kind of from the same time frame, so maybe he's just coasting off of them at this point. Uh, but but he has a, a couple of just, like, knock-him-out-of-the-park scores, but I feel like he also has a lot that he's just, like, not doing much of anything with. Uh, this one, there's just a lot of... Uh, it goes in, in hand with those long, sh- dramatic shots of a person's face close-up. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of the music swells and then, like, releases... Yeah. And the music swells and then releases. And the music swells and then releases. Like, it, it's it's not great. It's not great. And and they never, like, they try to sort of ape the Jurassic Park feel without ever doing just the Jurassic Park theme. Uh, probably Which I found kind of obnoxious. Probably should have just done the Jurassic Park theme at some point. Like, you keep referencing these other movies. Like, just give us that. Yes. Yeah. Give us something we actually like from those other movies. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we haven't even talked about the Indoraptor at all. It's such an afterthought. <laughs> it's I want to think the of movie a, almost w- could have done without like a new big bad dinosaur, right? Yeah. Like, what if this movie was just about the politics of getting the dinosaurs off the island? What if the movie was just about they made another Indominus Rex? The first one was pretty terrifying. 
Yeah? It's fine. Just make another one. This time we made an army of them. And it, we've made an army of blues, and now they're going to fight. See, that's the kind of schlock yes. I want. Please. Maybe that's what I'm missing. With these monster fights, it's always one-on-one or like one-on-two. I, I need armies of monsters uh-huh. fighting each other. That's how you win me over. I'd be okay with that. Uh, it'd be better than what we got. Which is sort Correct. of the thing is that it's such a weird de-escalation of stakes. And this is that the first one we end with this this uh, epic, crazy, you know, kind of ridiculous fight between the the Indominus Rex and the T-Rex from yeah. the, the original movie and, and Blue. And then it gets taken down by the, the Mosasaur at the end. And it's just like, ah, like, it's crazy. It's really cool. Um, this one is... And I roll my eyes, but all right. Sure, but like... You, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. You understand... I get what you're doing. Why that's, why that's entertaining. Whereas yeah. this is... Uh, there's a rooftop fight between something that's smaller than the Indominus Rex and Blue. And they're just running around on, on the rooftop and then eventually falls yeah. through the rooftop. Like, it, it's such a less interesting... And Claire and Owen both know how the Indoraptor works with the laser pointer, even though they weren't there for that conversation. I don't know what you're talking about. What's that on the ground? Is that the script? <laughs> yeah, it's taped to the uh, laser gun. Ah. Yeah, it's. I don't. I. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> like it's just such a weird uh, set piece to be like. Oh, now it's in. A, or the the entire rest of the movie is going to take place in a mansion. It's like that's that's an interesting idea, but you've. And well, also, you can't. If they're, it's very clear that they were very excited about the ending of like we're finally going to unleash the dinosaurs upon the world. What not? Yes. Why not have the climax involve that? Yeah. Like have the beginning of your third act the dinosaurs get unleashed uh-huh. and then the third act is having us to start dealing with that. Yeah. Something. <laughs> Not the, the dinosaurs chasing us around for 25 minutes. We all know how this is going to end. Yeah. It's And even like the girl's running down the hall and she gets into the little elevator thing and it's like, oh god, I can't pull the thing down. It's running right at me. And then the last second, oh, I closed it. It it can't get me. Yeah. I've seen it a thousand times. The, uh, the I'm thinking also the bit with the, uh, they're, they're going up the ladder in the earlier on in the movie uh, while mm-hmm. the lava's pouring down in that oh, little yeah. building. And it's like, Crap. that's a clever little thing of like, oh, the ladder falls back down. Okay, that's that's kind of interesting. But then Franklin just stops and stares for like ten seconds to to increase his suspense, and the dinosaur like bites at him, but it only gets like his pant leg. It doesn't get like his shoe that's like a, a inch to the left. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not <laughs> not great. Um, there's a lot no. of that. No, it is not. It's a lot of that manufactured drama. <sighs> It, it frustrates me greatly. Although I did, I like the scene where not Donald Trump goes uh-huh. into the elevator, and you think they're getting away, and then the, the However, thing breaks. The reason the, the elevator breaks gets them. is the Indoraptor is just flailing around, confused, and its tail and hits its the tail thing, like brushes the elevator control panel, I guess. Yeah, and so the door opens again, and that's the reason yeah. the Indoraptor gets out. Is because like otherwise I would have been trapped in that room, but now it's yeah. like oh, it can wreak havoc. Okay. Well, also it's the weird thing where it's like it's throwing itself through like every piece of glass or whatever it can, but then when it reaches the little girl's window, it's like ah oh, yes, 
a doorknob. Well, and that's the thing too. Um, like, if the Indoraptor were consistent, it would just thrown itself through the thing, and it would have eaten the girl without yeah. standing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna point my claw at you for the next thirty seconds. I'm gonna slowly reach. <laughs> Hold on, it's gonna look really cool. Hey, Bayona, how's this shot look? <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Let me know when. Let me know Chris's cue. I know he's got to run in and start shooting at me. Okay, okay. Oh, it's a practical joke. You guys got to make me do the take again. Chris was supposed to come running through. I'm. It's a bad bit. It's a bad bit. <laughs> I was just gonna let you keep going. You can rewrite the movie. That's fine. Um, I, no, no, no. I'm rewriting the making of the movie as if the Indoraptor is actually a real actor. Yes, it's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> it's Jeff Goldblum. No, that's not makeup. That's not a. That's not a puppet. That's how you make a terrifying new dinosaur. <laughs> you give it the voice of Jeff Goldblum. No, you just make it Jeff Goldblum. We have created the ultimate predator. No, 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 no. We have created the ultimate predator. Uh, the, it has the, and, it's, and it's him doing the apartments dot com. <laughs> it has the DNA of a velociraptor. <laughs> The, the strength and cunning of a T-Rex. <laughs> just, just Jack Goldblum in the cage. It's like, hey, uh, how, how's it, how's it going, you guys? You, uh, you having a good time? This is, uh, this is uh, really something you've, you've got here. You, 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 there's no point in having a cage without a, a dangerous predator inside of it. So, yay us! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And he gets to the end, and he's 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 about to fall through the glass, and he goes, um, it's a tie. <laughs> he, he gets out of the cage, and he's like, rawr. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty scary. Yeah. Uh. No, he, he bites the, the military guy. He bites his arm off, and he's like moving in closer to him. He's like, rawr. <laughs> All right, let me let me talk about the the, the tooth scene tooth with, man. with the military guy. The, Which, by the way, can we get a military guy that's actually likable for once? No. Like just a modicum of likability. No. And to be fair, the military guy from the first one, the hunter guy, whatever, with the shotgun. Yeah. He he was he was fine. He was just a guy from you from the first, as in Jurassic Park. We're talking about. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But ever since then, every hunter or military guy we've had has just been a complete prick. Well, he was interesting because he in the fir- in the first one, I forget his name. I, I should know this. Um, I want to say it's like Moles or Moller or something like that. Um, probably starts with an M. Might be completely wrong with that. It's fine. His name is Moller, and he gets mauled to death. Sure. Uh, you're bad, and you should feel rar. Uh, <laughs> rar. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so he um. I just imagine the ending with the T-Rex confronting the lion at the zoo, but it's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> hey, uh, you, uh, you got a pretty nice, uh, place here. Would you, you know, rawr. Yeah. yeah. Scary guy. Scary guy. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> this movie needed more Jeff Goldblum desperately. It really did. Uh, but yeah, the um, before we were talking about, oh yeah, the the guy from the first Jurassic Park, like like he's just a hunter, and he he just like wants it, it's 
he he respects well, it also, nature. It also helps that the first one doesn't have like Nedry's the closest thing to a quote unquote bad guy, but there's right. not like this comical antagonist exactly, who's just like I do bad things. That that hunter guy, he is a he has respect for the dinosaurs and like he's you know yes. obviously clever girl. Like that's that's the summary of his little side character. And so it's yeah. like that you know and he's also actively trying to help our protagonists. Yes. Um he's he's clearly a good dude. Um yeah. he's just trying to do his best. And so that's an interesting character to go with. It's someone who is kind of doing their job uh because they 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 have a sense of obligation as opposed to I want to make money uh throwing dinosaurs at the Middle East probably. Um <laughs> it's, it's just like I, I don't I don't know what you're going for here. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some specifics. If you can, can I'm just please. imagining instead of like like airplanes dropping missiles behind them as they fly by, it's just a whole bunch of Indominus Rexes <laughs> just dropping them. I you were to say dropping Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, parachuting in. Hey, hey, how's it? Hey, hey. Oh wow, you got a lot of sand here. This is nice. <laughs> I want an army of Jeff Goldblums now. <laughs> Three thousand, just delightful. Three thousand Jeff Goldblum just just going aha, who, ha, 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 yay us, <laughs> woo, just delightful. But anyways, this hunter guy, he might be the most bland of all of them, because mm-hmm. at least, like in in Lost World, we had Pete Postlewaite, like an actual actor, yeah, and like. He's really good. Mm-hmm. And then in the last one, you have Vincent D'Onofrio desperately trying to do what he can to make that character work. Uh-huh. It's like, well, at least Vincent D'Onofrio. All right. This guy's just nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's, like, been in stuff or not. I don't, I don't mean, know. I feel like I, I might recognize him. I don't know. Um, I didn't recognize he, him. He but... likes teeth. So there's that. Yes, he likes teeth. So at least they set that up and paid it off. I'll give it that. But this scene... So after all this chaos has happened, he walks in, he sees the dinosaur, and he's like, ooh, I've never seen you before. Shoots it with some tranks. This dinosaur that he's never seen before decides to open the cage up and go in to try and extract a tooth. I don't know what's worse. The stupidity of his actions or the fact that the dinosaur does this little, like, wink at the audience with its tail flailing for a second and then the, the guy tries to look at the tail and yeah of course there know. there's also like no reason he couldn't have just done that uh by by pulling off um the tooth from the outside like once he, he tranked the dinosaur like he, he there's no reason for him to like get into the cage um also i would like to point out that during that entire scene there's no point where you get a close or like a full shot of him missing an arm like, they very clearly didn't even try to, like, do any sort of uh, CGI or trickery or anything to be like, oh, look at this this horrible mutilation. It's just like, oh, they pull off his arm, and then you only see him from the side that he still has an arm on. The rest yeah, of it. it's fine. But I, it's it, fine. When, it, when the movie is like, like it, I don't know, it feels very cynical to me of, like, the the movie clearly has the, uh, the, the budget to, you know, kind of go into this this a little more and just kind of make it more visually interesting but like you can tell that they saved on effects by just not even actually handling the fact that he got his arm ripped off 
Wait, I mean, that's that's I know that's a nitpick, but I, I to me that bothered me because I was just like trying to watch to see if I could see that he still had his arm in the rest of the shots. Right. Uh, we we did miss on this guy because uh, he has actually been in a lot of stuff. Um, most notably, he was Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. Uh, I believe that is the uh, it puts the lotion in the basket. Yes. Yeah. Was he in Wild Wild West? Yes, he was. There we go. <laughs> and oh my god! So his highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes is Silence of the Lambs, and his lowest rated is Wild Wild West. <laughs> that is magnificent, Just incredible. Oh, he's in Heat. Okay, I know him from. I was going to say he's been okay. in a lot of stuff, and I, I recognize at least a. I don't think I've seen much of it, but I recognize a lot. He's. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay. He's also in Flubber. I remember him in Flubber. Oh, my God. Remember Flubber? Remember when, he, when he tore out Flubber's teeth? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think that's how Flubber works. <laughs> no, he made it work. Anyways, that scene is just... It's so stupid on so many levels, and I could not stand it. <laughs> And it's just the the dinosaur knows the audience is there. That's the only reason why it opens its eye and shakes its tail a little bit. That's the only reason it does that. Otherwise, it would just attack the the guy before he could even pull out its tooth. Yep. <laughs> Can I also point out uh, during that scene, they released the the. Uh, the, the I think it's like a pachysaurus, the the the, the dome headed dinosaur, uh, into the yeah. uh, auction, and like, doesn't it just like kill a bunch of people and then disappear? Well, that, but it's it's such a, the way it kills people is just like horrific, and I feel like I they don't hide. Well, that's, it's weird. It's what I'm saying. I liked it's, it. It's it's very strangely done because it's not like, there's a point where it's it kind of feels like. Okay, they're 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 knocking. It's just knocking people around, and they're falling. On, they're flailing to the floor. But there's another point where it's like, is it like shattering every bone in these people's bodies? And it, I hope it, so. But it goes on for like thirty seconds, like of just like twenty different people getting like bashed around, and it turns almost comical. But it's like, are these people just getting turned to mush and like horribly? Yep. Like it, I don't know. It's just such a weird like. Thing yep. to have continually going like that's something that I feel like you have one person get killed that way and it runs out, smashes the dude, guy gets gets horribly screwed up, you know, slaps against the wall, uh, crumples to the ground, seems to be dead, and then maybe you have other dinosaurs run in and do other things. Like it's just a it's just a weird thing to have running around. It's just this thing, just like it's it's almost comical of it just yep. like breaking. I don't know that 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 struck me as super weird. Um this was the point of the movie where every single thing that happened, I was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm watching. Um, there's the bit where uh, there somehow the toxic gas escapes into the dinosaur prison uh, because, like, I forget, they're shooting things or stuff. And, like, there's some yeah, canisters the that, that are... That blue kills shoot yeah. um, some chemicals or something. Conveniently, there are canisters that are, like, specifically toxic gas... And, like, there's a lot of it, I guess. (sighs) 
Should I go through my list of tr- do trusty it. misgivings? Do my trusty list of let's, misgivings. Let's let's end it. Well, let's end it by go- going to the beginning. Correct. The opening scene's just terrible. <laughs> it has so many logic holes in it. Oh yeah, it took me a good ten seconds to remember what the opening scene of this movie was. So they're at Jurassic World and they're trying to extract as much of the old dinosaurs like bones as they can or whatever Mm -hmm. why are they doing this at night in the middle of a storm Mm -hmm. why are they just assuming that all the dinosaurs are dead yeah that was great because there's a point specifically later on where they're like oh hey we're gonna give you some exposition and say yeah we don't know what the dinosaur like there's no reason to to believe the dinosaurs are dead so it's like why did these guys think that and, and the best part is, the, you know, the guy who ends up dying, he turns around, and the guys are, like, shouting at him very clearly, like, run, <laughs> like, there's danger, and he's like, what, I haven't done the thing yet! I think that unfairly sets the precedent for the rest of the movie, because you think the rest of the movie is going to be that dumb and, and, and silly and sort of, like, Jurassic Park 3 style, but instead, that's all that happens. Oh, and also, right after that guy gets gets eaten by the the Mosasaur, uh, the, the two army guys, like, stare for a second, and they're like, man... That's a tough one. And then they just look back and they just like yeah. go back to talking, getting on the radio about the bone. Well, also, wouldn't they realize, oh crap, that big sea monster or whatever got out? Like, that should be a subplot of the movie <laughs> of them trying to kill that thing. It's just or these, something. these two specific guys going on a misadventure trying to track down this mosasaur, eventually getting horribly yeah. eaten uh, because they lose track of it and they try and go for a surf. I'd be okay with that. That'd be great. Then they, they stop at a Margaritaville. <laughs> Maybe a Bubba Gump Shrimp Co. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Uh, we haven't actually talked about why the Volcano Island is stupid. I suppose Do not. we need to actually give a reason for that? I mean, they, they funded a multi-billion dollar park on top of a Volcano Island. Scientists, mind you, yes. funded this. Yes. And yet they didn't have the foresight to be like, wow, that's it's potentially volcanic. Maybe we should maybe we should go to that the other island, especially because there is another island. Yeah. Yeah. It also They do mention Isla Sorna. Well well in this. and you know what's interesting is that they they this this goes back as a retcon because that also means the original Jurassic Park was founded on an island with a volcano. So that means that twice these people made the same they are making the same mistakes, Jeff Goldblum. And they're making new ones they are by auctioning them to a bunch of cartoon characters. That's true. <laughs> Should have just put Dr. Evil in the middle of the crowd. <laughs> just really drive it home. Well, also, I can't remember what critic I, I was listening to and they were discussing this. Isn't it kind of ridiculous how low the prices are for these dinosaurs? Like, think about how much this movie costs. It costs like $150 million, $200 million, whatever. Sure. And each of the dinosaurs, the dinosaurs, actual living, breathing dinosaurs, is like $5 million. True. Doesn't that just seem weird? It's also the kind of thing where, like, they have the discussion about money where he's like, he's like, hey, I think we can sell these dinosaurs for like $4 million a pop or whatever. And then... Uh, yeah random dude is like oh, I, I make that much money on a Tuesday and he's like have you ever made a hundred million on a Tuesday I feel like the guy should be like yeah the guy should be like no I made that on a Wednesday <laughs> that's such a terrible scene where, where he's like I'm I'm not I don't deal with amateurs I'm going to be on the phone <laughs> And the, these are the dinosaurs guy actually, 
the guy doesn't tell him anything that's not what he already knows, and he's like, I'll give you five minutes. <laughs> guy's like, like, like hard selling him on on dinosaurs. <laughs> like, what? Are, you're not gonna get this anywhere. What are you? Tr- why are you not interested in this? Like. These villains are just the worst. They really are. Oh boy. Uh, let's see if I've gone through some of this stuff. Um, another thing that Red Letter Media brought up, and this is going back to kind of the Owen and Claire stuff, and, and how Owen has no character. Owen should start off as like a complete loser, right? No. Like he's just like I'm. I'm building my People my, my like house. Chris Pratt now, so he is a hard hitting lumberjack man in the woods uh, who lives but off what, the land. I'm totally, I'm totally ripping off Red Letter Media here. But what if it's like, oh, I know, I know the one guy we have to find to go after this, and then he's like flipping burgers at like a, a terrible fast food place because like he can't find any other work or something. Yeah. I don't know, something interesting. They flip, and he's he's playing video games in his in his uh, in his. He's he's he's, he's he's playing video games and eating Cheetos yeah. in in his little uh, trailer. Yeah. He he looks a little more like Parks and Rec Chris Pratt than uh... yeah. <laughs> There you go. Something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a small it's a small point in the overall scheme of things. Well, once again, I feel like if you strengthen Owen and True. Claire in this movie, I'm I would be a lot more lenient. There really on the movie. isn't anyone to like anchor on in this. It's purely their performances that helps carry it. Yeah. And like Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt are are very likable, beautiful people. Yeah. <laughs> so Sure. Sounds good, I guess. <laughs> there isn't... Do I have another? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, there no, is go one... Ahead. No, go ahead. There is one nice bit where they they actually, like, address uh, the fact... And I don't remember the quotes. I don't think it, it makes entirely... It's it's entirely logical. Um, but it's it's a nice thing where they're actually addressing, uh, I don't know, themes, character, plot, anything. Uh, there's a bit where I believe they're they're talking with... Or they're, they're arguing with... Uh, one of our villains, I don't remember who, and uh, he points out that Claire like is the one who, who created these monsters and like. Oh know. yeah, I thought the movie was actually trying to do something. Yeah. When he's like, you, you guys have blood on your hands too. Like Claire, you you helped, you made money off of caging these creatures, yeah. and Chris Pratt, you, did you seriously think that the military remembered Vincent D'Onofrio? <laughs> did you think that the military wasn't going to try and use your research? Yeah, yeah. But then the conversation just stops because <laughs> he goes, oh, hey, I'm a jerk. You need to try and attack me now because that's what happens in these dumb blockbusters. That's accurate. I did kind of like the moment where she grabbed him and pulled him into the bars and he slammed his head. I kind of like that. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta have something. <laughs> um, so when they have to, when Blue, after he's been shot and they're trying to save him, they have to go get the blood of the T Rex. Which science gobbledygook? Who cares? It's a, it's an interesting set piece. Uh-huh. Um, they leave the door unlocked. A couple of soldiers walk by. Go, oh, the door's unlocked. I'll just close it, uh-huh. and then they just keep walking. Here's how that scene should have played out. Oh my god, that door's open. The T-Rex was in there. Did it break loose? I'm gonna check. (laughs) 
Oh, hey, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, hands up. Oh, I'll, I'll lock the door. And that's sorry, how the sorry, scene guys, ends. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> and that's how the scene ends. Yeah. Um, well, there's that. Everyone acts like so, a complete moron so there's in that, this movie. And there's also the fact that, like, they they drive all the dinosaurs, like, there, there's never a point where they, like, heavily secure these dinosaurs until they get to the mansion. It's like, last time someone tried to do this, it got out and somehow murdered the entire uh, entire crew. Um, how did how did you get you manage to pull this off without a single dinosaur escaping, considering the T-Rex started ripping out of its chains like the moment it woke up? Correct. Anyway, continue. So then Owen and Clara get captured... And they're kept alive for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. Like, th- there is no justification for why they keep them alive. Well, we haven't seen this villain uh, be capable of senseless murder uh, of innocent people yet, so. Is James Cromwell not dead by this point? I, I'm, that, that's that's the, the point I'm making. Okay, okay, I got <laughs> confused for a second. Okay. Wouldn't he be like, oh, feed him to the to the T-Rex. It's fine. No evidence. <laughs> yeah. And there you go. This put, stupid. Put him in the T-Rex bin and then uh, and then see... Uh... Put, him, put him in the Goldblum bin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll be having you for dinner then. Ooh, uh, I am. Uh, <laughs> starts Starts just, just like ripping their, their necks out. Like, like oh, uh, <laughs> ooh, that's a... Uh... That's a lot of blood you got there. Wow, that's uh, ooh, I was not expecting that. Ooh. Tastes pretty good. Uh, lick, lick. <laughs> <laughs> we have just the worst <laughs> Jeff Goldblum impressions. Uh, my Jeff Goldblum imp- impression is non-existent. <laughs> let's be real here. Uh, who shows off a prototype at an auction? So they're like, and here's our brand new Indoraptor at this auction where the sole purpose is for you buying things, but it's not for sale right now. <laughs> and then everybody's like, no, we want to buy it. And they're like, okay, I guess <laughs> we'll sell it. At least they addressed that. And Dr. Uh, Dr. Wu's like, you guys are idiots for selling this. And I'm like, yeah, Dr. Wu's right. That, I shouldn't be agreeing with Dr. Considering Wu. The, the the intelligence level our villains have been established with, I'm, I, I, I'm not... That doesn't bother me too much. I'm making note of it. Okay. I'm, that's all I'm doing. Okay. Um, once again, I, I, I kind of skimmed over this and we went to the rest of the conversation. Why do they not have any other doctors to work on these dinosaurs? Sure. In this secret high tech lab facility uh-huh. where Doctor Wu, his doctor <laughs> is in the title. There are a lot of different ways you can become a doctor, Alex. But no, they had to hold this 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 poor woman that I don't you like can, at gunpoint, uh, and they have to, and they tell her, "You better heal the blue, or we're going to kill you." You can kill another doctor and take their skin. Uh, you can uh, earn it in a trial by combat. You can. Uh, become a doctor by getting really famous and hoping that uh, an online university just gives you a degree so they can say you're an alumnus. There's a lot of ways, Alex. You can... The last thing <laughs> that I will mention is another thing. I, I can't remember if Red Letter Media said this or if we had come up with this. The villain should be the one that presses the button and unleashes the dinosaurs at the end. Yeah. 
and you mean it should have been Doctor Wu. Anybody who should have been Doctor. Oh, there you Dr. go. Doctor Wu's good. Doctor Wu's whole mo is I like monkeying with science. I don't care what the consequences are. I just like seeing stuff happen. Yeah, that's all we've been presented with of his character. It should be his dying breath is f y'all. This will be fun. And he presses the button when they're not looking, and then the dinosaurs are unleashed. That's how you do that. Yeah. You have the perfect character to do that with. You've done nothing with Dr. Wu other than fan service because he was in the first movie. Uh-huh. You've done nothing else with this guy. He shows up again in this while the, the, the child is... First of all, there's the whole running subline, uh, sub, subplot words of the uh, the video of videos of Chris Pratt training Blue that just happened to be like pulled up when the little girl walks up. Yeah. To, and she just like starts playing them, uh, which is whatever. Uh, but then there's at least when when bad guy is showing not Donald Trump around the facilities, mm-hmm. he's talking about that. So it's like maybe they true, he showed true. him some of that footage. Uh, there's something, but there. but she she's there and and Doctor Wu shows up and that's supposed to be like a big like like the way it's directed. It's supposed to be like ooh yeah ooh we got he's, he's back oh snap there he is. Was, was wondering why is Doctor Wu not the bad guy? I don't know of this. I don't know. Why is it generic corporate guy and military McArmy dummy? It's pretty good. Should uh, write the uh, the the end things for uh, honest trailers. I was trying to think of one for the Indoraptor, like like um, some some sort of play on maybe like Freddy Krueger, um, something along those lines. I feel like there's something there. It's not. It doesn't flow quite a as nightmare easily. on Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't flow quite as easily as a uh, various various band names for uh, replacement of Steppenwolf from Justice League. But correct, there's something there. I'll have to think about that. Maybe I'll come up with it in like two weeks, and I'll be like, "Hey, found it." Um, <laughs> rar, <laughs> rar. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's. I'm sure there's there's other stuff I missed, but that's that's basically all I got. Yeah, I think we've talked about this movie enough. Any any final thoughts? Was there anything else that you liked about the movie? Maybe end on a, a I mean, positive note. From a production standpoint, it's competent. The cast is good. Yeah. Um, the the special effects are good. The, the this really is a fine. lesson in. The script has to work. You everything yes. else can go right, but if that script doesn't work, the movie's not yes. worth anything. Exactly. D. Fair. <laughs> I need to look at my scores for the other movies before I make a judgment call. Okay. I don't remember what I gave like any of them. It's fine. I'll, I'll review them real quick. Jurassic Park, A- minus for me, A for you. Lost World, D for me, D- minus for you. Jurassic Park 3, F for me, F plus for you. Mm-hmm. And Jurassic World, C plus for me, B- minus for you. Might have been a little high on that. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'm going to go D as well. That's the grade I gave Lost World. For Dinosaur. D for Dino DNA.
You look perturbed. At least Lost World has some people that I was like, okay, I, I get it. <laughs> I don't know that that incident told me anything about your thoughts. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> At least Batman versus Superman, man, I get, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Guardians of Kahul, okay? I get it. I mean, Batman versus Superman, I do get it. <laughs> it's just the dumbest thing ever. So what are we doing next week, Tyler? <laughs> oh, what are we doing? Ant-Man and the Wasp? I guess. Sure. Sounds good. You know, it's funny now that I'm thinking about it. It is, it is funny how many similarities there are between Lost World and mm-hmm. Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's I would also like to point out that it would be great if... Uh, they proceeded by great I mean terrible but in a good way uh, it would be great if they proceeded to make a Planet of the Apes style uh, Jurassic World series franchise like that's what this turned into and they just like replaced Chris Pratt with a wall- with a rock and just like rolled with it I, th- I think that'd be that'd be the ideal next step they're not going to do that because yep. they're still writing it so they're going to try and make it like again continue to be an actual movie as opposed to just fun but well I think Trevorrow's been like on record saying basically that the first two movies were just kind of excuses to get to the third movie. I don't. It's just like the third movie is the movie that he actually wanted to make. Which is bizarre because how many dinosaurs actually got out? Oh, yeah. The military could have wiped them out in like a day. It's just like there's there's not that many. Also, the uh, the ending with. Um... The uh, the the after credit scene, which we did not watch in theaters, you you refused to let us. You're just like we're leaving now. There's an after credit scene. Yeah, do you not remember discussing this? You already kn- no. you you knew it knew about it when we watched it. Um, oh, I, I'm glad that I wiped it from my I, mind. So I, I watched it. I mean, I'm glad I, that I made yeah, a sleep. I just kind of had it on until it got to the end, and it's literally right, just like me. pterodactyls are on the Eiffel Tower. And that's I think it's the Eiffel Tower in Vegas, not not like the actual Eiffel Tower, but or something like that. It's like, okay. Oh, hey, thanks for telling me something I didn't already know was happening in the movie. Movie? It's, do you know the, the Spongebob episode uh, where the it ends with the the guy in the gorilla suit? Um, or the gorilla in the Patrick suit? Is that is that what it is? Yeah. Who rides off on, on like a donkey or something? Yeah. And uh, there's a family, and they all just kind of like look at each other, and then they turn off the TV. Yeah. That's, how, that's how I felt. I was just like, what? Is, what? Okay. Um, yeah, and on an overall bad. larger note, I, I did want to, to point out that the the main thing I had thought I had while watching, I mean, kind of the entire movie, but specifically some of the stuff that villains did. There's a uh, episode of Community that's a, it's a Christmas special that's like a, um, it's supposed to be kind of like a parody of Glee, or it's supposed to kind of kind of play off of that, where they the 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 crew. Uh, the the study group gets involved or replaces the Glee Club because they all die in a horrible bus crash, um, and uh, Taron Killam of uh, Moody's Point fame from the Amanda Show. Oh, that's a deep cut. <laughs> uh, yeah, from he's from, he's from SNL. Um, he uh, he plays the the Glee director, and he ends up like. Uh, they they find out that he's actually like a psychopath and he like murdered the other old Glee club because they weren't good enough. 
And like the, the whole point of the episode is them them being like, man, I guess if you try and make like a, a dark, uh, or if you try and make the more like like happy and like like uh, just overall uh, innocent, you try and make a, a Christmas episode, the 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 more dark it feels, or the more like I don't know. There, there's like an actual point to it that I'm not going to get into there because Community is amazing and you should all go watch it. Um, but the the uh, that that's how I felt a lot of the time was with this was them like it feels like they were just having characters just do like horrific things and just yeah. generally like we're trying very hard to make this movie like super super dark and and, and edgy and like very self-serious and it's like the more you do that the more comical you're gonna make it <laughs> it's not very good correct I think the biggest sin of this movie is that you have Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt and they they deserve far better than this. Yep. Bryce Dallas Howard isn't she directing one of the Mandalorian episodes for the, the Disney Star Wars show? Probably. I think she I think she's directing one of those. I'm just like, I wonder how many lessons she learned <laughs> doing the Jurassic World movies. How I learned not to make a movie. When you think about it, Colin Trevorrow is really Thomas Edison. He's just he's just trying all the different ways uh, to not make a movie. <sighs> Thousand and one, he'll make it right. I don't know how I feel about Colin I actually Trevorrow. Don't. Hey, being there are honest. other people I could point to for that well, example. Well, here's the thing. He makes Jurassic World. What was his first movie? Was it that one that you had mentioned earlier? Yeah. Safety Not Guaranteed? No, no, no. I don't, I don't think so. Could be wrong. Um, maybe it was. Not that you mentioned it. Let me check. I think it was uh, actually. Yes, it, it was. was. Okay, so there you go. And that's where Jake Johnson comes in because he's in that, along with Aubrey Plaza. Fascinating. Fascinating. Anyways, so he makes that. He he gets. He's one of those indie directors that gets pushed into onto a big franchise film for some reason. Yep. Yep. Movie makes a buttload of money. Quite a lot. And it gets some pretty solid reviews for for a dumb action movie. Uh-huh. And then he goes, oh, I'm going to do my little indie project. I'm going to go do my little passion project in between Jurassic World movies or whatever. I'm, I'm going to set up I'm set up to do Star Wars Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's what's the terrible movie that he made? I cannot remember I for the life no of me. I have no idea. I just pulled him up. And the, you figured uh, out something I thought to... Uh, uh, ah! I'm so sorry. I started looking up Col- Colin Trevorrow. So that's that's not going to get me anywhere. That's that's beautiful. <laughs> that's, that sounds that's like a really beautiful. terrible uh, insult name that someone would would give for someone on a on a film forum. Anyway. That's fair. The Book of Henry. That's what he did, ah. and it was like this indie film passion project. It's based on a novel, and apparently, I haven't seen it. Apparently, it's like bafflingly bad. It's like it's it's amazing how terrible it is. Um. Which is so. After that, I think that kind of just that dented his career in a very bad way. Where I, my personal speculation is that's why he was taken off episode nine, which is fascinating because notice the different reactions. And then obviously, this one, the script is who, terrible. Who makes and these? I think he he wrote Book of Henry. Who produces these movies? Actually, it actually looks like he just directed it. I was just pulling that up. Um, who produces the Jurassic Park movies? Is that is it Warner Brothers? You know, like the, is it our, the studio? Yeah. It's Universal. Oh, it is Universal. Okay, <laughs> even better. 
Universal's just so far behind the pack. But I was going to say, just look at the difference. Well, Universal's got Fast and Furious, so they're still hanging That's in true. there. That's true. That's true. Um, but I was going to say... Uh, Universal's just like the one-off in, in their own corner, just like, we're not going to mess with anyone. Yeah. We're fine. We're, the, we're just going to keep trucking along. Every five years, we'll make a, another Bourne movie, and then we've got our <laughs> Fast and Furious. Furious. It's fine. I feel like Bourne is not something that they look at as one of their flagpole. Because don't they have one what other else one? they got? Don't, I, don't they have another, like... When they've got the, the Universal Monsters. Um, no, they've. I feel like they've got something else that I'm not thinking of. Uh, You're totally right. The Mummy was their abomination, wasn't it? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, never mind! I hate them too! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why won't they just leave me alone? <laughs> um... These movie studios just keep hurting me. Tyler, they won't leave me alone. They can't keep getting away with it. I don't know, maybe Bourne is the only other thing. They've got, like, Madagascar. They've got Kung Fu Panda. Uh, so they've got, they've got like, some of those, like... Uh, oh, they got How to Train Your Dragon. So it looks like... I didn't realize they actually have that much. I guess they're, they're co-producing those with DreamWorks. And yeah. Fox. Okay. Some of them. I don't know. They've got kind of a weird assemblage of things. Um, yeah. But I guess... That's weird. Uh, they got Fifty Shades. Uh, Pacific Rim. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, my point is that... Also, there's this franchise, which would be their tentpole right now. But uh, my overall point is that y- you look at... Uh, what one one what one franchise does after uh seeing a director just like completely tank a movie versus another and it it only reinforces my point that that Disney does actually care about quality <laughs> may not necessarily i'm not i'm not arguing that they care about it for the right reasons or that yeah uh any anything beyond those but at least they have a standard <laughs> Yeah. Um I would not trust well, Warner Brothers Fox or uh Sony to be like, "Ah, we got to drop ties with this guy cuz uh he made a bad movie." It's yeah. like, "Nope. They they're just going to hope for the best." Audiences don't care. Yeah. Well, look at how much money Kong... Suicide Squad made. No, don't look be at Justice League, you. please don't. Be quiet, you. Uh, <laughs> Colin Trevorrow like Mark Hamill is on record saying, like, he was very excited to work with Colin Trevorrow, and, like, him and, like, the two of them were on the same page about where to take Luke in Episode Mm 9. I really want to hear Trevorrow's pitch, because it sounds like they've just completely thrown it out. (laughs) Good or bad, I want want to know the pitch. Please tell me it was actually, uh, Luke faces off against the entire First Order and kills them all. (laughs) What did you think? I was going to walk out with my laser sword and face down the entire First Order. It cuts to one movie later. Hey, look at that. I'm walking out with my lightsaber. I'm taking down the entire First Order. What did you think? I was going to come out and cut down the entire First Order with my laser sword? That's exactly right. Do all the fates, please. Let's roll on snare drum. (laughs) What does duel of the fates even mean in the context of that fight? trying so hard to think of a, a good a, think of the joke that will most just make you hate yourself <laughs> oh, I, was, I was hoping you would cut to uh, just, just going with our outro <laughs> <laughs>
You can find us on Here Come the Sequels. There you go. Uh, blogspot.com. You can find us uh, through email at Here Come the Sequels at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at HCT Sequels. We are also on YouTube and iTunes if you go give us a search there. This movie had potential. They just squandered it at every turn. <laughs> yes. I really want to know if Jeff Goldblum was an afterthought. If they didn't know they were going to get him until like the last minute. And they're like, all right, put him in. I I feel like it was the kind of thing where it was like, hey, we want to get you for a cameo. And uh, they they probably just kind of generically filmed the cameo without really knowing much about the movie or anything. They were just like, we want to get Jeff Goldblum in for a cameo because that's the box we got to check off now that we've done the the stuff with, uh, you know, showing the original Jurassic Park. We got to continue on the nostalgia train. A guy who's a cameo part in your movie should not be in the marketing. Yep. You should not be be plastering him all over your trailers. That's I I find that inexcusable. Yep. I'm very frustrated. And I'll probably continue to be frustrated next week cuz I'm not the biggest fan of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Now less that I've said that, now that I've said that because the past like year, every time I make a prediction about something, it's never exactly right. If I say something's going to be bad and I'm not going to like it, usually I enjoy it. And then quite the opposite when when I say that I I want to that I'm going to really enjoy something. So I don't know. So Duel Maybe of the I'll Fates has it. its own Wikipedia page. I'm sure it does. Uh, and is it not a Wikipedia page? No, it's Wikipedia. It's just straight Wikipedia. Oh. Oh, uh, that's shameful. The lyrics are based on a fragment of an archaic Welsh poem. Uh, Battle of the Trees. And it's sung in Sanskrit. John Williams, did you lose your dang mind? I mean, I'm glad you did, but what in the world? It was all George's idea. John Williams tried to talk him out of it. No, this weird chanting in Sanskrit's not going to work. And John Williams had to compensate. He was just like, "All right, I'll make the best theme there's ever been." <laughs> I really got to save this trash. And George is like, "Look, John, I told you it would work out perfectly." And John Williams is just like, "I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> Rar. All right, <laughs> all right, everybody. On that note, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for one of, one of the lyrics is under the tongue oh, root talking. a fight most dread and another raging behind in the head. Art is subjective. Nothing is real. I'm out of here.